0: Izzy, as well as any officers that he would like to be there with him, you find yourselves in the interrogation room with the Emperor. That is, of course, his codename. He's not the actual Emperor of anything that you're aware of. And he's just, he's sitting at the table, smiling. He's got his his fingers sort of interlocked in that You know, just sort of calmly twiddling with his thumb sort of way. He, his appearance is, he's human. He's blonde and he's got it kind of combed back. A, what what you would call an attractive face. And he's dressed not, not like extravagantly well, but nice. You know, he's wearing kind of some nice casual clothes. Nothing, nothing particularly shabby. And she's kind of smiling at you, waiting. Okay. So, Izzy's gonna make his way into the
1: interrogation
0: room. This is, I should note, immediately after the last session where he was chased down in an epic fashion by a cob. So you're you are still very much injured, but you are conscious.
2: Uh, wasn't I coming back? Wasn't this after like our huge chase?
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, you a so- cob? Your head is pounding.
2: I'm just, I'm just laying down with a towel over my face, just trying to feel nice.
0: Oh, and actually, now that I think about it, John, uh, you're, you're crazy injured. You're actually not even conscious right now. Oh, shit. So, I think it actually is just Izzy <laughs> alone in the interrogation
2: room. Oh, boy. We are, we are rolling
3: in hot this session. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, John's just gonna be snoozing.
1: So, this interrogation room, is there anything like, cause this is a high fantasy type situation. I don't think there's things like cameras or
0: or like listening devices or anything like that in this room. Is there? No, there is not. The two-way mirror, while it exists, it's impractically expensive. So there's essentially you've you've got the room. There is a glass pane, which glass is kind of expensive on its own, but. It's, it's not so expensive that they can't put a few in the police station for this sort of thing. So there's a glass window in the room that leads to an adjacent room, but it's got these shutters that open and close, and they're currently closed. Otherwise, this is basically a blank featureless room. There's, you know, it's intended to be very bare bones. You've got one door in, there's a table and a couple of chairs, and it's really only big enough to accommodate three, maybe four people.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So Izzy's gonna
1: hop in that that room. (laughs) Even though I'm... Izzy's
0: beaten and bruised to all get out right now. The Emperor looks a little beat up. You know, just a little bit roughed up. But honestly, nothing serious. Izzy's gonna take a seat.
1: And he looks it in his eye.
0: Well, looks like we meet again, Emperor. Emperor? Oh, I don't think, uh... I don't think I know that name. No, uh, you can call me Jack. Wow, really, really
1: descriptive.
0: Listen, what brings you into such a public venue? What do you mean, officer? I was just out enjoying the fine weather that we were having. So you're you're gonna not tell me anything at all right now? I mean, what's there to tell? I was... Standing out in the sun, and enjoying de- my day, when a giant jaguar beast suddenly began chasing me. Naturally, I ran, you know, quite a ways, in fact, up until I was suddenly tackled to the ground and arrested. Listen, Jack, I'm going to level with you.
1: I know who you are. I've se- been with your company. Do you even know who
0: I am? Do I know who you are? Huh. You know, Officer, I'm, I'm actually not certain that we've ever met before today. That's
1: oddly specific, but especially since I know for a fact that I, we've been at each other in multiple occasions. So, I think that you're just stalling for some reason. Stalling? What would I be stalling for, Officer? Look, if I know who your bosses are, you know who your bosses are, because I doubt any of them would would authorize you to take that kind of a public show especially with that many police officers around
0: well I mean my uh, my my superiors the people that I work for at my perfectly legitimate and legal job generally don't tell me what to do on my time off
1: so I mean if you were the emperor let's per se that would be one of the sloppiest attempts at this sh- uh, that I have ever seen. I mean, last I checked, the emperor was almost a visionary when it comes to these
0: kinds of sorts of crimes. Roll an interrogation check for me: willpower, persuasion, interrogation. I think discipline, Whatever your interrogation falls under.
1: Okay. Probably
0: lousy. Your difficulty to beat is going to be eighteen. Ye.
3: <laughs> oh. No. Rooting for you.
0: Um. You do, by the way, have the full six plot points. Well, the, the half full six plot points, but yeah.
4: I'm
1: gonna burn all six to get a. I'm gonna burn five to get an extra die. Okay. Interrogation. Oh. I can only influence. I cannot interrogate. And. Five. Gives me a uh...
0: D10. Thank you. 19. Nice. As you say that, you see his eyebrow twitch. Sloppy. Well, I assure you, officer, whatever I do, it's never sloppy. Looks In like- fact, you could say everything I do is all part of the plan. Uh, that's the emperor I know well as I've said officer I don't think I know you and I can assure you you don't know me as he says that Raggard comes into the door and or comes into the room and says all right mister um, Jackson he says while looking down at a piece of paper you are free to go. Keep your nose out of trouble. Of of course, officer. Happy to assist. And he gets up from the chair and he kind of gives you, Izzy, a wicked smile. As he walks out of the room. I'm going to go ahead and give you two plot points uh, for making him crack just a little bit. Okay. Hey, ragger. How about you let me walk this guy out real quick? No. No, Izzy. Uh, I'm afraid that's not a good idea. I'm sure Mr. Jackson can find his own way out. So Izzy's going to step aside. Raggard looks like he wants to say something, but is holding back. Well, if you excuse me, Jack, I'm going to have to get some
1: paperwork going right now. And so Izzy's gonna step outside of the room, and I'm going to burn three plot points, and hope there's a police sketch artist
0: nearby that can take a that can take a quick sketch of his face. Absolutely, there is. There, there's a sketch artist, an elven gentleman, who's standing by, next to you, and he goes, "Oh yeah, that guy? Yeah, something. Something seems a little bit off about him. I'll be I'll be more than happy to help you out." Uh, And after, we'll say 20-30 minutes uh, You've got A drawn picture Of the Emperor
3: I'm gonna frame that and put it on my wall
0: (laughs) Hopefully it's getting put into uh, The evidence file
3: Alright, then that's not my wall Unless John has one of those red uh, Those red string conspiracy boards (laughs)
0: Raggard, after after Jack Jackson leaves, and while this uh, portrait is being painted, uh, Raggard calls you into his office, Izzy. All right. Look, Izzy, I don't know exactly what you're getting involved in here, but you need to lay off that guy. Oh, why? Because he has friends in high places. It's not too often that Count Redfer comes into the station to personally request someone be left alone. I'll see what I can do. Maybe lay off, back off for a bit. That being said, when Count Redfur comes along and requests a completely random person be left alone, it usually means something bad is happening. Officially, I need you to leave him alone.
1: Don't mind me, Chief. I'm just going back to my desk, maybe playing a little bit of chess games for a little while. Good man. And Izzy leaves to get that, uh, that, uh, I guess, that sketch drawing and immediately starts making copies.
4: <laughs> the story you are about to hear is fantasy. Except that part about the one thing, it's legit. This session, the Golden Axe.
0: Welcome, everyone, to Gaming Theater role plays, where some of your get- favorite gaming theater voice actors come to play a little bit of tabletop RPGs. We've got tonight with us a cob. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Hi, I'm El Penguin, and I'll be playing a cob.
0: Uh, and Izzy, I'm. name is Leo of the
1: Geek Scorpio, and I'll be playing the role of Izzy, the gentleman thief.
0: And last but not least, John.
3: I'm Liz, and I'm playing uh, John Doe, the zombie.
2: <laughs> my name's Ben, by the way.
3: <laughs> my my handle is Zombie Hand. And I am Rob.
0: I will be playing the part of literally everyone else.
3: Yay! (laughs)
0: Hooray! So, for tonight's adventure, about a week after this incident, which, by the way, for any of you who were injured, you have got, since you're police officers, you've got clerics that come in and sort of handle some healing magic on you every day, which lets you heal one wound point every day. It's been seven days, so if you you can remove seven wound points, and of course any stun points are definitely gone. John got shot in the throat with an arrow. John did get shot in the throat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think I was... Uh, I, oh, I don't know if we talked about how many how much HP that took off. He just passed out.
0: <laughs> As I recall, it was exactly the amount of hit points that you had.
3: Oh, so I am at zero hit points currently.
0: <laughs> I, it's You've got 20 hit points, right? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what the roll was, so I'm gonna say that ten of that was wound and ten of that was stunned. Ah. Oh. Cool. so you've okay. got three wound. I'm pretty sure a, a cop is okay.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think mine. A guy was a cob was really injured. Mine just sort of passed yeah. out after <laughs> turning back to a human. He didn't. He didn't take
0: any damage. He just transformed a few too many times.
2: Yes, he did. So, you know what? I'm still at 16 lifelinks.
0: So, it's been about a week and Raggard calls the three of you into his office. Okay. Got got a uh, discreet case for you folks today.
3: I have discreet.
2: Oh?
0: Yes, John, I know you're the master of discreet. That's why I've chosen you for this mission.
3: I'm yeah.
0: Tell me what you know about the Gold Axe Clan. And you guys can, if you'd like, roll an intelligence plus knowledge, local events, local history, something that would let you know about important people in the area.
3: Alright, I roll a 1.
0: <laughs> what do you know? Not much.
3: John knows uh, your
0: exactly
3: your difficulty is going to
0: be a 7.
3: Oh, I couldn't even get there if I wanted to. (laughs) Rolling me some nat ones. Um, and knowledge. An 11.
2: Knowledge and what else?
0: Knowledge and if you've got, like, local culture, local history, something along those lines. And intelligence would be the attribute that you're rolling along with it. Alrighty. Well unfortunately I'm not a local, so I only got a two <laughs> Okay. Izzy, you are definitely familiar with the Goldax clan. Dwarven society tends to organize themselves in clans. They have family lines, and oftentimes family lines become clans, but clans are not specifically family. So it's it's kind of common for people to like join a clan and leave their family. The Goldax clan is famous in the area because they own a gold mine in the Redcap Mountains, just north of the city. They are very, very wealthy. Possibly the wealthiest dwarven family in the city. There's a good chance Izzy might have stolen stuff from them. There is a good chance Izzy might have stolen something from them. Because they are known for hosting lavish parties for the rich nobility and most famously their clan is named after a golden axe it is an axe made entirely of gold encrusted with jewels and pearls and inlaid with beautiful artwork it is crazy valuable just for the materials alone I can uh, pictures but... uh, Izzy right now
1: just doing this mm, mm, gold, gold <laughs> <laughs> He's interested
0: also, in artifacts, very much so. But add on the fact that it is the namesake for the most famous, most wealthy dwarven clan in the city, its value is indescribable. Oh, I'm sorry, you're just
1: wetting uh, Izzy's tongue right now, in description. Raggard says,
0: right, well, that golden axe that they're famous for, it's gone missing. I didn't do it. I sure hope not, Izzy. Uh, uh, Didn't do it at all. This would be a huge blow to the family and, indeed, to Dwarven society as a whole if this news were to get out. So I need you three to find that axe and do it quietly.
2: We can be quiet, right, Izzy?
0: Yeah, yeah, quiet.
1: Definitely
3: quiet. (laughs)
0: Good, they go do it already.
1: Alright, I'm guessing we're getting out of the chief's office. Yep. And he's just going to turn... Uh, is he going to turn to a comm? Do you know what this means, a cop Do you know? We can finally... I can get that! I can finally touch the touch that axe! It'll be so delicious.
2: I don't know why you want to taste an axe, but we should probably give that back to the door does belong to them. Uh
1: Right Give back those that that sweet artifact that that devilish axe full of legend. Yes,
2: yes. The
1: the history you, on that thing is delicious.
2: You are going to behave, correct? Uh yeah uh, uh. Is it It is a materialistic axe. In reality, it has no actual value to you. Oh, It's very special to the dwarves. Don't do anything stupid.
1: I'm not here for the financial. I don't want to sell it back to the market. And don't
2: blow shit up either.
1: Oh, no, I won't do that. No, 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 You, you don't understand. That's a priceless artifact that does not need to be in their
0: hands.
2: It's sacred to them. We're giving it back to them.
0: I uh, uh, okay. understood. Uh, the other two plot points for fine role-playing regarding your character's gentleman thief nature. Oh, that's not his gentleman. That's the
1: last trait. Those ancient artifacts don't belong to them. They belong to someone. Anyone else. Fantastic either way.
2: <laughs> uh, uh. At this point it's just a uh, cop just getting to know Izzy more and more. <laughs> <laughs> A cop, I'm going to give you a plot point for talking
0: Izzy down. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Okay,
1: I'll, I'll see about getting that back, baby. So, what do you guys do? Mm. Well, clearly we need to go back to the scene of the crime. See if there's any clues there.
2: Agreed.
0: Okay. Gold Axe Banner is on the northern part of the city, which would be the Dwarven District and more specifically, it's in the nice part of the Dwarven District. The part that runs right up into the foothills. Most of the Dwarven District is built underneath the foothills but the really rich people are like their homes are built into the foothills and face out into the open air. And such is the case with Goldax Manor. You approach it and you find it's very large. It's got this nice garden out front, which is not very common for dwarves, and there's these huge double doors leading to the mansion itself. You knock on the door and you are greeted by a white-haired dwarf with a braided beard dressed in a very fine suit with a monocle. His eyes appear to be perpetually closed, and he says, Yes?
2: Hello, we're here to investigate the axe. Oh, wonderful. I shall take you to Master Goldaxe at once. This way, please. Thank you very much.
0: As you enter into the entrance hall, this dwarf, you hear him announce very al- very loudly, The Andreas Cauldron Police Department, here to see Master Goldaxe. After a moment... You see a brown-haired dwarf walk into the extravagant entry hall. His beard is also braided, but in a very different pattern from the other dwarves. And he is dressed in... You thought the first dwarf was dressed nicely? This guy, his outfit is crazy nice. It is like silk everything. There's jewels all over the place. I mean, this guy is decked out to the nines good. I've been waiting for you. Please, officers, right this way. He leads you down a hallway into a art gallery.
3: Um, Izzy did it in the art gallery with Stop that.
2: You stop that. Cooker. Stop glass that debauchery <laughs> right now. <laughs>
0: Uh, For reference on this map, uh, the orange boxes indicate doors, the blue boxes indicate windows, and the red boxes indicate something being showcased. Art. It is mostly art. There's a lot of very fine paintings on the wall. Uh, There's a lot of things in in these cases here. Jewelry, statues... All of it is kept under glass very thick glass. (laughs) Izzy immediately starts looking
1: around, eyeballing all the art pieces that are there.
3: John's gonna try gnawing on the corner of one of the glass cases. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't Uh, smell particularly good, but it's something.
0: (laughs) John, as you put your teeth on the glass, Uh immediately you hear a loud screeching noise in your head.
3: Oh. Ooh.
0: Cursed.
3: Okay. Well then John's gonna let out a and stumble back.
0: You see uh, Master Goldax approaches John and says Oh, please officer, don't touch. His hand glows as he places it on John's head and after a moment John the screeching stops
3: (laughs) Uh, yes as you
0: can see officers all of our artifacts and treasures here are protected with powerful magics
1: Uh, can I roll an intelligence uh, knowledge appraisal to see if I just know with my artifacts my knowledge of ancient artifacts and see if I know what some of these artists' paintings are? Sure, why not?
0: Yes, I'll say the difficulty... I mean, it's, we'll say it's an 11. Most of these are probably famous, but they're also in a private collection, so they might not be well-known to the world. 22. Oh yeah, you... You've heard of pretty much everything. Good in this room, you. some of these are treasures that were thought to be lost to the ages. Many of the paintings are things that were commissioned for the Goldaxe family themselves, but it looks like there's a few that were probably given as gifts from other nobles. Some very famous paintings, including one called Sunset Wander, which shows a, an elven woman staring at a beautifully painted sunset. It's done by a famous painter, probably one of his most famous works, and it's here instead of in a museum. Is that the, the Rising
1: Sunrise ice picture that you have there? And over there, is that a,
0: a long beard here original?
2: Wow, Izzy, how nice of you to appreciate their artwork.
0: Why, yes, of course. But, but as you can see, I'm quite an aficionado myself of, of art, and I have here some of my most favorite pieces from around the world. Oh, do tell. Do tell. Show, show them to him.
2: Yeah, oh, show and course. tell, but do, but do not touch, right, Izzy?
1: Oh, of course not. These are to be absorbed by different senses. The sense of ta- uh, smell, the sense of of eyes, and the sense of wonder that must be described into, into each of these details. Oh, some of these paintings have been lost to the time. This is so...
4: Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you see, Master Groldax, he... He loves to talk. <laughs> he starts talking. He's going like to each painting and discussing the rich, storied history of how they came to be. Uh, Izzy is absorbed for the foreseeable future. Uh, now, uh,
1: as Izzy is wont to do, can I roll my alertness? Int- uh, my alertness, covert gentleman thief, to see oh if I get that. Th- my God. <laughs> Where is your you self-control? Uh, to see if I can spot how these security systems might work out. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, Izzy! You put for a the, stake in a pile of rats now, and you'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> yes, you can, Izzy. Your difficulty is going to be unknown, but I will let you know that it's going to be high.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Oh, Snoop Dogg, please bless Rob's dice.
3: <laughs> oh, not
2: so good on this one. <laughs>
3: Snoop Dogg.
2: <laughs> oh, we got a 10.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: Snoop.
0: Plus, Snoop there's the security the that he just showed you, which appears to be some sort of curse spell placed on the glass encasements for all of these. Beyond that, you're really not certain. You're certain that there is some type of security beyond that, but you don't know what. Okay. Uh, Akab, John, what are you guys doing?
3: Um, John's kind of just like scared to even look around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I He's not interested anymore.
0: Honestly. Oh, no, by the way, John, here's a plot point for gnawing on the
2: uh... <laughs> on the art on the art. <laughs> oh, John. Oh, John. So, as I think while uh, Senior Elf House was speaking, I want to say a cop was trying to investigate around and see if he's noticed anything. Okay, go because... ahead
0: and pull an investigation check for me. Uh, alertness, perception, investigation, or something similar.
2: I have a 12.
0: Okay. The very first thing that you notice is that at the center display of the room is empty. The glass case is still there, and it's perfectly intact. There appears to be a velvet rope surrounding the whole the whole thing to keep people from getting too close, that doesn't appear to have been disturbed even in the slightest. The second thing that you notice is the windows on the south side of the room. You approach them. These aren't large pane windows that we might see here in modern day, but rather they're latticed windows. There is a pattern of metalwork inside that forms a bunch of diamonds, and then there's little glass panels inside each of those diamonds. It's sort of like stained glass windows, except none of these windows are stained. It's just, you know, regular unpainted glass. And the glass does have patterns on it, so it allows light to come in, but you can't see outside very well. Notably, one of the diamond glass panes or diamond-shaped glass panes by the door has been shattered, and on the ground immediately below it are the remains of the glass panes.
2: Okay, Am I able to see, like, the other side through this glass pane shatteredness at all? If you look through the empty
0: space where that glass pane was you can see that this leads to outside, and it looks like a balcony. It's a little bit hard to tell without actually going through there. There's a good chance a Cobb and John are the only ones that are allowed to solve this because Izzy's
1: got
2: questionable <laughs> morals. <laughs> At this point, we're questioning if Izzy has morals. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff. Uh, what's the name of the Senior Elfman again? Well, his full name is Thandal Goldax. And he's a dwarf.
0: And he's a dwarf.
2: Um, Mr. Goldax, would you mind me asking what's on the other side of these windows?
0: Uh, yes, of course. Right this way, please. And he walks to the southern door, and he unlocks it. You see him pull out sort of a big key. Everyone who's watching Thandal, please make an alertness, perception... And if you have anything related to magic. I know Izzy will watch thing, but let me see what I can do. Uh, the difficulty for this is going to be an 11. Alertness. Magic? Uh, alertness. Perception. Like, magic sense would probably be the specialty. Or if you have the magic general skill, you could be using that instead. Okay. I rolled a 7. Okay. 11 is the one you gotta beat.
2: I'd like to spend three pop points to turn my nine to a twelve.
0: Okay, you notice as he places his key into the door, it looks like lightning, but it doesn't really behave like lightning. But there's just like a tiny little, not quite electric spark, going from the key to the keyhole as he's putting it in. Oh my. And he unlocks the door that and makes- then opens it. And you see the balcony. Balcony. You walk out on the balcony, and it's overlooking. It's got a beautiful view of the entire city.
2: How high is this balcony?
0: The balcony is on the second story of the building. But the building itself is high up in the foothills, which is what gives it the incredible view. Is the building built into the mountain, or...? It is. Uh, Part of the building sticks out, but a significant part of the building is built into the ground, or, you know, into the mountain itself. Okay.
2: Okay. Guess. Do we notice anything around in the balcony?
1: Make an investigation check for me. Yes, Izzy should start working on this investigation.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Stop drooling over the art!
2: Oh, I've got an eight.
0: You look down, and it would take a little bit of skill, but somebody could climb up to this balcony... Without too much trouble. other than that, there's not really a whole lot you notice about it. So Izzy's going to to
1: go up to um, Golden here and ask him a couple of questions such.
0: So is this entire wall magically sealed? Indeed, most of the room itself is magically sealed.
1: Is the key the only thing that will let it get uh, down undo that
0: spell? that's correct only someone with the key can enter this room without setting off all of the magical traps board
3: <laughs> such an inside job
0: of course every every head of every member of the family has has one now is all was
1: all the members of the family they at the night a question
0: they were yes in fact uh I believe it was around 8 p.m. last night uh we as a family came into this room and we viewed the art and I, I gave a rather stirring speech about the golden axe and its value to our family and when you discovered that the golden axe was missing why this morning shortly after waking up actually our housemaid is the one who initially discovered it yeah. oh Brini, be a dear and come speak to the nice officers would you and uh, after a moment, you see a female halfling walk into the room. She, unlike some of the other people here, she is not dressed extravagantly. She is dressed in what are very clearly servants' clothes. So, Mr. Goblin X, I have another question. Of course.
1: How do you get the axe into this way?
0: Oh, well, just as there is a key... That can open the doors here. There is a bit of a trick to opening up the glass
2: display cases.
0: Do you have to know? I'm going to
1: how we open
2: them up for the investigation. Yes.
1: Hang on. I'm going to roll uh, to. This guy's got a shock full of huge ego. So I'm going to roll, play three plot points, and roll my persuasion and uh, skill to persuade him into going to brag more about his high-tech security system. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm <down for> that.
1: <laughs> oh! Can I use my Gentleman Thief? Because that's definitely a
0: schmoozing. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 12 is the roll that you've got to beat. Let's see here. Schmooze away, is he? Those three plot points would get you a d6 added on top of your roll. <laughs>
2: huh.
1: Wait. And a d6.
0: 20. Oh, yeah. Well, not to brag, Officer, but uh, it's really quite ingenious, you see. And his hands start to glow as they approach the glass case of what you're going to assume used to hold the golden axe. And he lifts it off. You see, only a very select few Know this magical spell to undo the glass case. It's not—it's not a key that someone could steal. The way to open these up is locked right here, and he points towards his head. Intriguing. Um, out of curiosity, um, you've followed a lot in your family's footsteps in uh, business ventures and such. Of course. Why the mines have been in my family for generations. Huh. One day, my. My boy will be taking it over for me, although that day is quite a ways in the future. Let me tell you. So it's safe to assume that
1: somebody helped you put this together because the uh, Goldax family is mostly miners, not not really magicians.
0: Roll an interrogation check.
1: Ew. I don't have a... This one I will be spending plot points for. It's not going to overkill it,
0: but uh, your difficulty is going to be an 11. And I'll, I'll give you two plot points for getting him to reveal the secret of how to open up the cases. Here. Uh, this is interrogation, right? Yes.
1: I've beaten 11? Yes. I do not have enough plot points for that. I can get up to... I can get up to 11. Can I bump a plot a point from a, from a guy? Come on, help brother!
4: run I, now. I You can you. have one of mine. Oh.
1: All right. Beep. That gives me twelve. I have beep. Um Sorry, sorry, Leo, what was your question again? Um, oh, uh, the question was like the question I asked um I asked him? Yes. Oh. Who was the mages that uh the mystics that, that designed that designed this mystical security system? Right, 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 right.
0: Well, yes, it's true that the Goldax clan is made up of miners but the Gul'dak's family, well must admit I've not seen the inside of the mine in quite a while no, no, we leave leave that to the workers they handle the mining Uh, no, magic actually has been a gift to my family for many generations as well indeed, this gallery uh, was set up by my great-grandfather and your great-grandfather still around no unfortunately he passed away before I was born
1: does the rest of your family still work inside the mines climbing and, and moving around oh.
0: my, my dear officer no heavens no 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 the family lives here in the mansion clan members go and work in the mines but the family no that that work is left for the rabble
3: I suck.
2: well he is rich
3: You're right. Next thing you know, he's gonna be paying to go to space. <laughs>
2: don't worry. Lord Voldemort could turn into a meal. <laughs>
1: Alright. Would you excuse me for a second while I, while I talk with my, my teammates over here in this corner? Of course. Alright, so it gathers a cob and John together.
4: I really
2: Definitely doesn't seem like much of a break-in, per se.
1: Well, now, hypothetically, if I was the guy who was doing this, let, let's just say, here's how I would do it. Come in from the- uh, because of the of the mountain on top, it'd be easier to come in from the top of the of the hill instead of the hill coming in through the bottom. Instead of climbing up, you climb down. Then, with somebody who has an inside job, they would have to disable the- uh, they would have to disable the, the security system on the, on the window. Well, once that security is gone, you can just simply punch out one of the window one of the alert. Remember, as, uh, with John, the, uh, the security doesn't actually make noises or alerts or anything. It's only connected to one particular person. Then you'd come okay. in. The only thing I can't figure out is how they would disable the spell inside the, the glass case to get that, to get it to
0: the, to get to the axe. I would like everyone to make an alertness... You can do perception, sight, perception, investigation, intuition, whatever.
1: Alertness, perception, whatever.
3: I just feel like if something was punched out, we would see broken glass. We do no, see there, broken.
2: There glass. is broken glass. Oh, oh bro- right
3: there. So,
2: so so far, I think what we've gathered is that <laughs> someone definitely broke the glass from the outside coming in, mm-hmm. and definitely knew enough magical spells to be able to disarm some of this. Or got enough help
1: to get this art. Remember, any member of that family actually has the same abilities.
2: True. Um, and
1: as he stated, every member of that family has the key. So that's actually, that is, depending on how big this family is, it can be a lot of keys.
2: That is also true.
0: How's that uh, perception sight roll coming from you guys?
2: I got a four! It is terrible! I, I got a ten. Okay stupid one.
0: <laughs> damn it, John.
3: I don't have any perception.
0: That is unfortunate.
3: Why? That? Why damn it, John? Do you do you have alertness at least? I hope you have alertness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a D6. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Yay, go John.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> <Dave>. <laughs> no, John can't communicate, you guys.
0: Um, a cop as Izzy's mentioning the window you take a look at it and something clicks the individual panes are not big enough for a person to get through they're big enough for an arm to get through and if you were talking about I don't know, a fairy or something like that, they could probably squeeze through just fine, but for a fully grown person, even a small halfling, they'd never be able to fit through the broken glass here
2: oh
3: Mm.
2: well 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 well,
0: so
3: do we call him out
2: no I, th- I think this point we're all just kind of like having a nice little huddle together or sharing our secrets yes this this is the secret of well that's a mighty either arm size hole or very very tiny magical creature size hole either way come on is there any indication that look like someone l- is there any sort of scrapes uh, uh, like that, or like on the glass it look like it's the that the person like cut themselves in? there's like any sort of like residue of flesh or blood
0: Go ahead make another investigation roll for me
3: Can I do alertness
0: Yeah it's alertness is the attribute that you're using and then you would use the skill perception investigation Okay in this case you could also use sight
2: I got a twelve this time.
3: I got a two. I'm <laughs> doing so good, you guys. I'm a real investigator.
0: A cob, you do not see any blood or anything. You do notice something as you're taking a much closer look at it. There's two things you notice actually. The first is that there doesn't quite appear to be enough glass in this pile. To match the amount that would have that like there's not enough glass here. There should be more for a panel of this size. Something else that you notice, and it's just barely. It's very very small, but you see some glinting, uh, a little glint below the broken pane on the outside on the balcony. And as you take a closer look. There appear to be some very small glass particles below the outside of this window.
2: Oh? So from what I can see here, that doesn't seem like anything was trying to reach in, because if that were to happen... Well, I think John would probably be looking the glass at that point. No offense. But... Something must have been able to be been small enough to carry... St- Why would there be glass on the outside? So, you said there was there some glints of glass. Uh, is there... Does it lead to anywhere? It does not. Okay, so just... Is there anything else that's, like, left out around or all? You can go ahead and make another investigation check.
1: In the meantime, I'm going to have Izzy talk to, um...
0: The, uh, Halfling? Maybe?
2: Yes, Brini. Brini? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not finding squat with this four <laughs> with my three dice. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: you are relatively confident that there's nothing else to be found out here on the balcony.
2: Well, so. Well, I just got a third down that something with enough magic must have broken in but been small enough to um come back out.
0: So, Brady, do you clean this area or keep it up? officer. Yeah, I clean here pretty much every day. This is the family's prized possessions, after all. So I come in every day and I dust. So how do you dust all the glass without getting fried? Oh, of course. uh, I know a spell that can suppress the alarm for a short amount of time. How'd you get the spell? Master Goldax taught it to me. Okay. With that, Uh, is there any other...
1: uh, do you get any help or assistance or anything
0: like that? Uh, with cleaning? No, generally not. I mean, uh, sometimes the butler Jackrith helps out, but but cleaning's my job, so.
1: And you didn't tell this, uh, spell, uh, does Jackrith also know the same spell? Oh, I'm sure he does. Since you retain this place, is it, uh, what's the newest piece that's been in here? The newest piece?
0: Well, truth be told, a lot of these pieces are old. I think they've all been here since I started working here a year ago. Okay.
1: And I'm pretty certain the way that some of these pieces are pretty heavy. But um, between you and me, I'm pretty sure Axe here hasn't actually lifted a finger to put any of these things
0: in the east places, did he? You, you see her giggle a little bit as you say that. No, I don't think Master Goldax lifts a finger to do
2: much of anything, really. <laughs> I mean, that silver spoon in his mouth is pretty easy to put in.
3: <laughs> alright, alright. He has servants but for the stick up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
1: not just that. I mean, this is not Izzy talking, but, uh, we talking. Um, because, remember, Goldax said that he that this is old, uh, that spell is only known to the family. Clearly that's a lie. He taught it to the servants and he has other servants that are in here to move these, uh, these these things into these places. You'd have to shut that security system down even temporarily just to put it in there. So there's a good chance there's other people that know that spell.
3: Yeah.
1: So Brady, you also cleaned the windows. How do you get past the... Uh, how do you get from the inside and the outside of that?
0: Oh, same thing. Um, and she, she leans in a little bit close. It's actually the same spell to, to use on the glass case that's used on the windows. Now, you haven't done any cleaning, like, with the glass or anything like that? That's oh, soon. no, of course. Uh, as soon as I saw that the, that the axe was missing, I stopped cleaning entirely. I didn't want to mess anything up in here. So, really
1: do you have any natural magic, or did you just get taught this spell?
0: Oh well, my family knows a little bit of magic. We're mostly nature magic, so this was a little bit outside of my wheelhouse to learn this particular spell. But you know, it wasn't—it wasn't overly difficult. Okay, I, need a, I p- know, I know, Master Goldax can seem like a bit of a sus shirt, but he's actually really nice once you get to know him. And it was actually—he's actually a very good teacher.
1: So I'm going to roll. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to roll a world power. Gentleman Thief of the Realm and my uh, Influence Persuasion to convince her To write down a copy of the spell for me
3: Oh god
1: Oh my
0: <laughs> I mean why <laughs> not
1: Yeah so I'm going to need to make sure that we can compare this to other spells And make sure that it, uh, To see what uh, how this could, uh, You think you could copy some of that spell l work for me
3: Oh my god
2: <laughs> Hold on hold on if he's Sometimes going to be greedy, at least let will be greedy for us.
3: <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> it's like, if he's not stealing anything, he's just getting information for the game. That is three plot
0: points for you right there, just because I did not see that <laughs> coming. <laughs> Look, those artifacts don't really belong here, do they?
1: <laughs> and maybe, maybe I work on my off hours on something. <laughs> You know, just a hobby of mine. Twenty.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> yes.
0: The okay, well, twenty's definitely going to be the seventeen that she.
3: Have- <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Damn. Now who's charming, John? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, John? But he's—he can't use
2: his charisma. Uh, John is handsome. Izzy's charming. We all have a Charismic <laughs> strength
0: Uh, sure, give me just a minute To uh, run back to my room, I think I might have some of my Notes from when I was originally taught it And she, um Merrily skips out of the <laughs> Gallery and down the hall
2: <laughs> Off the hall we go Off the hall Izzy's we go not, She's not a, a good person the and off the hall we go.
3: She's the- I'm gonna help the cop <laughs>
2: I was like, you know, I'm starting to get the feeling you don't get paid very well here um, a couple of minutes
0: later, she comes back and she's holding a scroll. Um, Izzy, remind me, do you have the magic skill? No, but I probably know a guy who knows a guy. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, she She opens up the scroll and she shows you her notes. And it's all gibberish to you. Nothing in here makes even the slightest sense. You might as well be reading Chinese. That's fair. But I have it! You do have it, yes.
2: Sometimes having some info is just as good.
3: To convince whoever translates this for us to not use it to steal from themselves. (laughs)
1: Ugh. Oh, I almost forgot to
0: ask. Uh, how long does the spell l- uh, last? Oh, it's—I'd say about ten minutes. Ah,
3: okay. Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> this is incredible.
1: <laughs> that is mo- ten minutes more than enough time to get in and out to tur- to-, to take that axe.
3: Now I won't it's be- eight. Oh, sorry. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were confessing that to your future crimes.
2: No, 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 He's letting us know about his former past self and why he's using his powers for good now. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the most mm-hmm. part,
3: I, I choose to believe that. I know. Nope. <laughs> I choose to believe that he will. Choo- that he
2: will not steal something over not blowing up something.
1: Look. You told Izzy not to blow anything up. This is what- uh, So you, he has to get his joys off the different way. <laughs> oh!
2: <laughs> Man, Izzy's got some issues.
1: But they're pretty and they're right there. And...
2: I think you're a kleptomaniac. maniac.
1: No, I haven't- Izzy doesn't steal everything. Izzy steals things with artef- which can be classified as an artifact or with large historical value. So, so if he just resell them. No, no, no. It's just I don't. He, he's more into the game than he is into the into the. So value. is he the
3: type that would steal an original? Like oh my Mo- god, an original like- Monet, and then throw it in the dumpster because he's like, well, I got it.
2: Well, you're no, not- he's not
1: dumb. He's going to
2: take it and get it fixed. I feel like you're on both thief, kind of like Sly Cooper, where you just kind of steal for the fun of
3: it. <laughs> oh my god, no. Okay, no. so you steal it wait, like, three days and then turn it into the police and be like, I found this.
2: And collect the reward.
3: Collect the reward money. Just be like, I found this in the alley.
1: Now, let's get back to not the, the other thief that's not Izzy <laughs> going on <here>. Sorry. <laughs> we're hoping you read the character development. <laughs> <Collect-o->
2: <laughs> maniac?
1: No, again, klepto... There's piles of jewelry in this room not important. The paintings, on the other hand, super important to Izzy.
3: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Sure. what you
3: Alright, back to the task at hand.
2: <laughs> back to our main theme. Do you have a
3: crime to solve? Or not?
1: Not it. non-Izzy-related crimes to solve. <laughs>
3: Currently.
2: Currently. No one said you did a crime yet.
1: Alright, so we're gonna need to figure out... Uh, figure out uh, if there's anything uh, who would be able to get in and out of this place which unfortunately is everyone who, who's worked for this family directly
2: but does everybody in here know magic because we know that they've mentioned doing spells with some people but not everybody true narrowed down
1: it's like a 10 minutes to get in, and if you cast the same sp- this spell, it'll, it'll shut out all of the other So, two things I would suggest. I would think of. One, who would want just the axe? In 10 minutes, I can easily, hypothetically speaking, take at least three or four of these paintings out, out of here.
2: And they're much lighter than that axe. You know, this definitely feels like a personal job. Because yes. even even looking around in here,
3: this is like when you murder someone but you don't take the wallet.
2: Exactly.
3: Just not utilizing resources right it's there. It's huh? part of the clan. It's someone from the clan.
1: Brady, do you happen to know who was in this room last night, uh, uh, or in the house after eight p.m.?
3: We
0: see there. There was of course Master Goldax uh, and his wife, um, and their son Gilius. Uh the you know the whole family was here. Uh there was myself and there was Jack with the butler. Um, as far as I know, those were the only people in the house last night. Roll an interrogation check for me. I wish Solrin was here. <laughs> Solrin's the one of us that has interrogation.
2: What's interrogation again?
0: It's under influence, and it's it's basically you know, talking to people, getting them to open up information. Mm-hmm.
3: oh is that under willpower
0: yes willpower yes you could be using willpower yes
3: Um, what about like intimidation or seduction that wouldn't work here okay well i'll just roll a willpower then (laughs) unless you can figure out a
0: way to justify Uh, if you have the influence skill you can be using influence
3: Um, oh, I do have it. I hope
0: you do if you have seduction.
3: Yeah. And intimidation both come off of influence. So I rolled the d10 for willpower and then the d6 for influence, right? Correct. Correct. I can only only hit it. I got a 10.
2: Uh, I really don't have anything besides willpower to help out. How would discipline or focus help me out in ways? I'm sorry. I I,
0: Uh, I, I completely forgot I have those. Discipline can be used to resist interrogation. Um, it can also be used to, like, maintain focus if you've been hit really hard in combat or things like that. It can, it can have basically any time you need to resist a bad thing happening to you and keep going. Discipline is what you would roll.
2: Oh, so there's more defensive. I gotta use that more. Like, say, uh, uh,
0: for example, John, or you... I'm going to go ahead and add your... The, so the difficulty is nine. John, for you, I'm going to add your D12 He Dead traits.
3: <laughs>
0: because it's, re- it's really hard to communicate fine ideas like you might need to for this particular investigation. And for that, you will be getting three plot points. So for <laughs> Izzy and Iqab, the difficulty is nine. For John, it's 16. <laughs>
2: I mean, I rolled a two, so I already know I'm boned on this.
3: Man! I thought I was- I was like, I'm doing so good. Look at me, I'm passing a roll. I'm going to- no such thing.
1: I'm going to burn my three plot points and just- just make my roll a ten. Okay. But
0: John! John's got problems. (laughs) You know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there was a little bit of an oddity- uh, last night, around I want to say eleven o'clock, I I heard a noise uh, that woke me up. I don't quite remember what it was, but I, you know when I went out uh, in the halls to to kind of look and figure out what was going on, Jack he was he was putting away a broom in the broom closet. I mean it's kind of weird because because like I said, cleaning's my job, so really it's it's weird that he was even doing that he said that he had left it out earlier in the day um so that was kind of strange but but also i mean we were we were done with work at 10 i i don't really understand why he was still working does jack stay here or is he
1: li- or, or does he have his own place
0: yes jack, Ruth and i we both stay here we've got our own rooms in the in the manor all right is he here today uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you met him. He's the dwarf with the white hair. He opened the
3: front door for you. Ah, thank you. Big troubled jackety
1: Could you show me where the closet is that this broom was put in?
0: Sure. And, uh, she leads you to a closet down the hall, opens it up, and there's the broom. Okay. Is there
1: any, like, sacks or, or things that are in this Preferably that's
0: axe-shaped. Roll an investigation check for me. Alertness, perception, investigation, or something similar. Could I roll my thieving skill on this one as well? I'll say yes. Alertness, you said? Yes.
2: Alertness.
1: Investigating the
2: closet. Perception? Yes.
3: That's (laughs) two.
0: I got twelve. I got...
3: I add my score to theirs.
0: No, this would be <laughs> indirect help, which means we take the highest
2: score.
3: Oh.
0: But honestly, both Izzy and a cob first off, there's definitely not an axe shaped bag inside this closet. It's mostly full of cleaning supplies. That'd be hilariously horrible.
2: Behind that axe shaped o- object is the axe. <laughs> <laughs> we found it. Yay. Mystery solved, guys.
0: Uh but I mean I mean I mean even ignoring the axe shape. There's not like any boxes or bags or anything that would be big enough to hold an axe in here. Um,
3: Shards in the broom bristles?
0: In fact, there are. There's a fairly large piece of glass stuck in the broom bristles. Uh, and as you take a look, it's got the same pattern as the windows in the gallery.
2: Oh. Mystic. Well, you I... better
3: be talking to that
2: butler. I think Jack has uh, some explaining to do about his late-night shift. So,
1: yeah, can you direct us to Jack real quick?
0: Uh, sure, happily, butler. Jackrith! And after a moment, the dwarf with the white hair and the braided beard and the monocle approaches... Yes, there uh, something I can help you folks with. Quite so, quite so. Ruth, uh, where were
1: you last night? At the hours of uh, 10 and midnight?
0: Why, last night, of course, I was in the manor. Around 10 o'clock is when I was relieved of my duties for the day. Uh, I took a stroll about the mansion. Uh, just, you know, help, it helps me sleep. A little bit better if I can take a bit of a stroll before going to bed.
1: And do you just normally stroll around in the manner?
0: Like yes, as I said, it, it helps me to sleep if I take a bit of a walk. Could you,
1: as the pun intended, walk me through your walks?
0: <laughs> Very good, sir. Yes, I would happily take you through my walk routine if you would please follow me. And he kind of walks you through the manor, starting in the entry hall. He walks down the halls past the galley or gallery, past the kitchen.
3: Mostly I, I feel like galley was correct. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's mostly on the first floor. There's there's occasions when his walk goes up to the second floor. And then before finally going out to the gardens in the front yard, he says, this is usually where my walks end. Find uh, Find the scenery around here very soon. And that's when I grow a bit tired and go to bed.
3: Does his walk take us past the closet? The broom closet? It does.
2: Does it take us around near the balcony at all?
0: No, he never goes into the gallery itself, and the balcony is only accessible from the gallery.
3: Bodies under the, under the garden. That's not
0: uh, the right question. <laughs> Roll an alertness perception
3: oh, investigation check. John can't ask these questions. All right, alertness. <laughs> oh, the D six that I have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> John will try to ask these questions
3: Wait a second But he's a zombie Can't he smell the dead
0: <laughs> you, I would allow you to add He dead to this roll
3: Yes This is not important at all But I'm, I'm, I'm committed <laughs> Eleven
0: <laughs> You are confident that no bodies Have been buried here in the garden
3: No <laughs> Okay Fine
1: now, I was wondering about something. Um, do you hear any wh- or loud noises from last night?
0: Roll an interrogation
1: check for me.
3: Don't botch it. Oh, don't
1: tell ta- Taking advice. Seven from is what you've got to beat. Taking advice from don't no botching from person I can't say words.
3: Hey, I have botched only one roll this time.
1: Seven it is. <laughs> Really, really should learn interrogation at some point.
3: No, well,
2: yeah, I'll fine. give you first. In- interrogation I'll is willpower, right?
3: I'll give Izzy yes. one of my plot points to up that Wait, by one. Hold
2: up, hold up, hold up! You don't need to. I got a nine. Also, that's that's one of the oh. of plot points that you just stole. <laughs>
0: Sorry.
3: Sorry, Deca. Yeah, I only have
0: one left. You see him get a bit flustered at the question for just a moment before saying, Oh, no, no, I didn't really hear anything last night. Uh, what, uh, what, 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 whatever do you mean?
2: Well, you know, the, uh, Golden Axe was stolen last night.
0: Uh, uh, yes, of course, of course. Truly a tragic, tragic day in the Goldax family history. How long have you been working for the gold Why, well, I've been a Master Goldaxe's servant for decades. And everything is fine with your relationship with this family? Of course, I could not ask for a better master than Master Goldaxe. They've treated me very well. And I, I, I'm just wondering with this, um...
1: And you... Be- no, your chores around here... you. you- You bring them uh, uh, their food, tend to their needs, clean up around there. Yes, of course. Uh Uh Okay. So, since you do some of that, um, could you explain,
0: uh, has anyone tampered with the glass that was upstairs? Well, of course. Roll an interrogation check for me.
2: Man, but I'm not good.
3: Oof, this time you need to meet a 13. (laughs)
2: Make sure you're better than me, and no, I'm dead.
1: <laughs> Most of my plot points trying to steal stuff.
3: If you need a plot point, I can offer you one.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I'm not stealing. Convince, it, talking to people.
0: I'll give each of you one plot point for passing that first uh, interrogation
3: check. All oh, my plot points. I got it. I do not even know Sad. what I'm going to spend them on. I got
2: nine. What are you trying to beat? Thirteen. Oof.
3: Can I... Wait. Uh... What? I can only offer one... One plot Hold point. Hold up.
2: I would like to burn the rest of my plot points to get my nine to a fourteen. Okay. I want answers.
3: Excellent use. The intimidation. Oh, but I, I have... John has intimidation.
2: Interrogations.
3: Yeah. No, intimidating not intimidate.
2: Um,
0: Akab, you can see... As you ask him that, his eyes are sort of darting from left to right for a moment. Uh, well, well, I, I suppose, um... Uh, you know, whatever, whatever person person did, uh, broke in, probably probably smashed the glass
1: now, are you certain that that's gonna happen that that's how this whole thing went down
0: what What, what do you mean officer?
1: well, okay. I mean would you be so willing to do that if, say for example a, a somewhat aggressive zombie, which has got an interesting taste for, for people with lies, pop into it? here would, would you be able to confess also their
3: polygraph test <laughs> <laughs> John I, is the polygraph and death row <laughs> I,
2: I don't know how we can use John as a polygraph we can't <laughs> say it's,
3: we're intimidating this dude and yeah. fessing up John has I, one move right now that... I mean <laughs> an 800
2: block I'm trying okay. <laughs> to have whole flashbacks <laughs> yes. when I had to have to do a report on the 5th amendment and we are really not utilizing that right now <laughs> Um I, okay, you see just... I love the
0: idea that you're saying Sean as a zombie prefers to eat people who are liars. <laughs> like is those I... those are the tastiest people to zombies, you know?
3: He I can't okay, he also can't tell. <laughs> John doesn't care if you're a liar or not, he will eat you regardless. <laughs> but I will use my intimidation to back up his point. Uh, please do. <laughs> okay, my intimidation is so good. Okay, even so if you, player, uh, five <laughs> is the number
0: that you guys have. To eat.
3: <laughs> so uh, hang on a second. so um so my influence skill comes off of which is that uh, willpower willpower. okay, so I roll the willpower D10 D6 at influence
0: uh, D- since you're rolling intimidation you would not roll the base skill of influence you would just roll intimidation.
3: Oh, so the D twelve plus D four. Right. Don't ruin this. You I mean, have you only got a beat of five. <laughs> <laughs> I got an eight.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, it's gonna be fun.
0: And you've also got he dead, which absolutely would count for this roll. Yeah, that's oh, a, another.
3: So I just want to see, so I'm just gonna add that D twelve on there. What see it, it? Fourteen.
0: There you go. There we go. Okay. he looks at John
3: no, no,
2: no.
0: and he panics he says yes alright alright I confess I confess it was me I took the axe this it was it, it was I just I wanted the money and I saw these people and all of their all of their wealth and I just I wanted some of that for myself okay I took the axe but why? The paintings would have been yeah, easier no, no, no. to steal. I, I, I think. What, uh, I suppose, but, you, you know, um, the, the, the axe was, was obviously the most valuable thing in that room.
3: Roll some more intimidation, because I feel like he's lying. Go ahead. Yes!
2: Oh,
0: he's okay, so a three. Hat. Why? Why did he do so hot on all of his previous rolls to resist so interrogation, beautiful. and now he's rolling like crap as soon as the zombie comes out? <laughs>
3: Nineteen. <laughs> he's so gonna of himself How
2: so Good it is to use your intimidation for getting himself <laughs> some answers now.
3: John, John's aware. He knows what he knows. What he can do here.
0: He he takes a step back. Uh, from John <laughs> good man I, uh, I, uh, uh, alright 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 I'll tell you everything I'll tell you everything just please please get
3: him away from me
4: don't know i Someone
3: get him some jerky
4: there, John, jerk Down, John damn so
3: <laughs> the jerky was lying <laughs> that's why he's eating it. <laughs> he- <laughs> it-, <laughs> it
1: we told him it was beavis turkey
0: very <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you everything. I really did take the axe. It was indeed my hand that, that took the axe from its place. But it was at the request of Master Goldax himself.
4: I'm,
0: I'm sorry, what?
1: But, but why? Why would Goldaxe officers, steal his axe?
0: Officers, please, you must keep this in the strictest confidence.
3: The Sorry, we're go- police.
2: <laughs> and didn't he hire us to find that? Probably some ulterior motive here. You see,
0: officers, um, I'm afraid the Goldax family mine has not been producing as much in the last few years as it has previously. Hmm. I know they look rather wealthy, but the mansion, and the art that you see here before you, well, it's all rather just for show. I'm pretty sure. They're certain. barely managing to pay their own clan members
2: for the work that they do.
0: Hold on. Is it?
2: Does that artwork look like it's just for show, or is it legit? Nah,
1: no, they're mostly legitimate. However...
3: But, confused. Why would he... <laughs> Why would he report it missing rather than just... Rather than just steal it or have it be stolen and sold on the black market or something.
1: All the P- art pieces in the accident has been in the family for centuries, correct?
0: Yes, for I think possibly a hundred generations. Wow! And
1: I would pretty certain anyone, any dwarf or anyone really worth it with something so valuable would have placed a. Pretty hefty insurance policy on that.
0: Oh, Insurance? No, no, nothing quite so, quite so serious. Um. Well, you see, Master Goldax had a buyer for the axe. Someone who offered to pay quite a hefty sum for it, enough to keep the family going for many, many years. But, well, the gold axe is everything to this family. Their namesake to lose it would be why it's unthinkable. But if it were stolen, well, that's hardly Master Gold Axe's fault.
1: Clearly, it was, and I'm pretty certain you didn't. You guys didn't have another
0: plan to get the axe back or anything like that. This was no, no. Master Goldax is a man of his word. He promised to sell, and sell he would.
1: Is the act been sold yet?
0: It is. Still within the city. It is. It was supposed to undergo transportation last night, but apparently there was a bit of a hiccup, and it has not left yet.
1: Do you happen to know where the buy is happening?
0: Well, the buy is happening outside the city
1: like an actual location.
0: Well, I'm afraid I don't really know. I only know where I was supposed to take the axe so that it could be transported.
3: The Emperor was part of this plan! That's my theory, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay.
1: Now, has, uh, has the Master left him recently?
0: No, the master's still here. I believe. I believe his wife was going to oversee the deal.
1: Where is she right now?
0: I have made it a point not to know. But please, officers, if you could simply let this go, perhaps we could forget all this unpleasantness. I'm sure we could come to an agreement, an arrangement of some sort
3: that
0: won't make the cops look bad. That sounds quite interesting, but
1: uh, I've really got a job to do. So let me talk to
0: your boss real quick. Ah, Very well, sir. And he escorts you back to Thandal Goldax, who is now in his study in the manor.
1: Uh, Mr. Goldax, uh, there is just one other person I'd like to interview tonight. Where's your wife?
0: My my wife? Why? Why would you need to know that? Um, standard
1: operating, going to have to interview oh. everybody. Where is your wife right now?
0: Um, sold her too. Roll an interrogation check for me.
3: He sold her too.
0: Yeesh. Let's
1: find <laughs> out. <laughs>
3: Uh, this is me in one order. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see here. Intimidation? Or. Ah, uh, you could roll intimidation for this if you'd like.
3: Can I?
0: It is a group project. Yep. It's good, because I only rolled a six.
4: <laughs>
3: and
0: well, six is actually all you need to beat, so.
1: <laughs> He's a terrible
0: liar. I love god. I'm I'm not certain why you would Master Goldax. They know. They have deduced the truth. And uh you see Thandal Goldax sort of deflate a little bit. My wife is going to oversee the deal tonight. Um she'll be leaving on a boat from the docks. But but officers, please. Surely there's something we can do to simply let this matter go
3: can I confer out of character
0: uh sure
3: we should ask not not like as payment but maybe as like like incentive like hey maybe if you answer these questions we'll look over but we should ask if the emperor is involved listen there was a hiccup last night it was us
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at this point, he's essentially our bitch, so...
3: <laughs> but Izzy likes
0: things!
2: <laughs> Maybe he could reward Izzy later. You With an know.
0: axe? With an axe made of gold?
2: Yeah, no, uh,
0: that's though it's being sold. It belongs she in a museum! <laughs> uh, why, why, Mr. Izzy, yes, I, I mean, certainly... I saw you eyeing some of my pieces. Why, that, uh, Sunset Wonder, quite a piece. I'm sure someone like yourself would greatly appreciate it.
1: Ah, yes, that piece won the crown jewels. You would say a medal that would be awarded to someone on here, but as much as I would love the silver, I'm going after the gold. So you tell me where where she's going right now.
0: That's serious <laughs> She's at the docks. I'm, I don't know which one she didn't tell me.
3: <laughs> for the gold? <laughs> Shut up!
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. Let him, let him have his cheesy line. What is this?
0: Everybody, I'm giving you three <laughs> points. Actually, you know what? Four points for... Coming up to the, with the solution to the case. How you're going to deal with it afterwards is up to you. Sean, how many points do you have?
3: Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven.
0: You can only hold a maximum of twelve, 12 plot points, so that's what you've got right now. Izzy, I'm going to give you an extra plot point for the cheesy line. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dang it. I've had sixteen plot points. Fifteen. I can do math. <laughs>
0: So, what are you guys doing now?
3: Well... the
2: dock. We're we'll going to the go, docks. Let's go to the docks.
0: Okay. It's starting to get a little bit late in the day. The sun is going down as you're approaching the docks. It's, you know, it's sunset. It'll be dark within the hour. Okay. Can is there a particular ourselves? method that you're using to find Mrs. Goldax.
1: Um, I'm going to try to use these docks have been used for other crimes before, so I'm going to uh, see if I can use my Gentleman Thief uh, Thief ability and history on criminal activity to see if I, on my, on my criminal passes to see where I may have just dropped off other goods and things. Yeah, go.
0: Okay, that would be you can use either alertness or intelligence your Gentleman Thief would definitely apply that would probably be covert streetwise. I'd let you use history, but it'll be at a two step penalty. Because history is more about, like. The Mars. covert underground stuff tends to not make it into the history books. Uh, not all of those books. Um, Let's see what I
1: can do. Uh, in that case, I'll just
0: do this step. Uh,
3: is there by chance 18. someone who would recognize John as. Be prestigious and rich, heir. Two towns over, trade at D twelve. Sure,
0: uh, you could use that. What What are you rolling exactly, John? Like, what do you? You like, you could add that to your roll, I suppose. But it kind of depends on what specifically.
3: Well, I was thinking if we could. Well, does anybody here even know that John is from a rich family?
0: Ugh. Uh in uh, the uh, force, no, nobody knows that. John yeah. did.
3: Well, okay. He did. And, and, and John can't...
2: Hold on, hold on. But yeah, well, what is... This is, this is, is an 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 and, you know? and you
0: are at the docks, so there probably are a few people who have been around. It's possible someone could recognize you
2: here, yes. But... Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Wouldn't nobility rub elbows with other nobility?
3: But, like, I was going to say that John could pretend to be the buyer, but we'd have to, like, he'd have to be able to communicate that.
2: What I'm hearing
1: is, I think we're going to need to do another dress-up montage!
3: <laughs> well, I wonder- wait, you guys, help me brainstorm what I can use 12 plot points <laughs> for. So A John really can... good disguise.
2: <laughs> I would just say recognize vulnerability is just like, oh my god, is that jo- Jonathan Doe? Well, oh that's, not,
3: that's, that's actually not, not his that's real name.
2: Well, you know what, maybe they recognize him when he was alive.
3: But How would we we gotta use this to our advantage, because maybe he can pretend to be the buyer.
2: Listen, we, oh, we, that's I think tip. I think we've seen enough purge movies to know that it's like if you see another rich person, they assume, oh, they probably have ties to the criminal underground and want to take advantage of the peasants. Maybe they're my buyer. enough,
3: enough purge movies. <laughs> You're right, I've seen them all
1: <coughs> Any whoozles. But yeah, I mean, we could get a good disguise, have you pose as the buyer, because I don't think they know who the buyer is specifically.
3: But you guys don't know that John is from a rich family. But we know John can't talk. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) alright. Dress him up real nice. Make him look fancy. Give him a hat.
1: A big hat,
0: and possibly a veil.
3: Um, No, to hide his thinning hair. It'll
0: grow back. To... You know, if you're if you're specifically looking to spawn plot points, uh, you could just spend plot points to get some really fancy clothes and make yourself up to be a nobleman.
3: Mm-hmm. Gonna spend. How about. How about, I, I I bribe the DM with thin plot points.
1: Yeah, Izzy uh-huh. keeps a Gucci uh-huh. suit with him uh-huh. at all times, so he's good.
3: How does Rob like that?
0: John, you look immaculate. I mean, just clearly, you definitely don't belong at the docks at night. You are wealthy oh, as no. all get out. Okay, but also, Bing, this could he has a bling bling, a fancy poofy hat with just a giant feather in it. Like, there's no way there's an animal big enough to make that feather. But you somehow got one in your hat. Clearly a man of wealth and taste. Oh no. <laughs>
4: oh yes.
3: I can feel this biting me in the ass already.
0: <laughs> no, if, if you're spending seven plot points, I'm not going to make you suffer for it, trust me.
3: Yay! Listen,
2: listen all those plot points, you made—you not only made him conventionally handsome, you made him the hottest fucking zilf around. The zilf?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Incredible. Um, yeah. Also, if by chance anybody would recognize him,
0: Ben, here's a plot. Blue blood, Zilf. That is that is not something I was expecting to hear in my lifetime ever.
2: You know, this is just could be the, uh, the session of surprises, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you. All right. So, anyways, a uh, big Zilf John Ho around. <laughs>
0: you are going to you're you're walking through the docks you've got the outfits you've got the look you've got the walk sort of
3: you know you Um, can fake that (laughs) that's swagger people will overlook
0: a lot if you look good and you hear master montague what are you oh doing here? Um, and you look over and there's a human. You recognize you. I, wow. I mean, aren't you, you're from like two towns over. Wow. You must be, huh. Hadn't seen you in years. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Here to do a deal, I guess of some sort. <laughs>
1: Why, yes, Master Montague, uh, we are looking for a particular uh, woman here to, who are involved of a deal of sorts. Do you know where she may be? And I describe oh. the... Um, uh, I describe the, uh, Mrs.
0: Goldnax without actually saying it's Mrs. Goldnax. <laughs> well, that's a trick since you've never actually seen Mrs. Goldax. but... All right... Rick's oh lady. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of hubbub around the docks tonight about don't go here because there's something happening. I think I think that's where you folks are wanting to be, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow me. Mm-hmm. And you guys head he he directs you down the docks and there's one kind of poorly lit dock. Down towards the end, there. Most of the docks are lit up by like these oil lamps along, but it seems like the oil lamps at the end of the docks are intentionally not lit. Okay. Uh, And he says, "Yep, last dock on the left. I'm pretty certain that's where you guys want to (coughs) be." Oh, come on, Montague! Let us
1: go. Oh, make a deal.
0: And as you approach, you see a female dwarf, dressed very, very nicely, who seems to be pacing a little bit. Go ahead and everyone make for me an alertness, perception, sight roll.
3: That's a solid four for me. Oh, that's a, that's a hard one <laughs> for John.
0: Does John not have any perception at all?
2: <laughs> no. Not if he did.
3: <laughs> nope. Well, perception I
2: did Well, dead. There, is,
3: there is something that's gonna be a little change oh. that might need to be made to this based on recent developments.
2: Okay. Okay, because I only oh got an... 8 with mine unless I can use my investigation dice? Yes, I would let
0: you use your investigation instead. Make that a 16. A cop. You notice, on the actual boat at the dock, in the shadows, it was actually kind of difficult to see him, but there is a figure there who appears to be just sort of waiting calmly the dwarf woman looks up and says, Oh, you're early. Um, sorry, actually, that's not the voice. Oh, you're early. I wasn't expecting you for some time. (coughs) Yes, yes, well, if we could, if we could just go ahead and get this done, I'd rather, rather not be here after dark, if it's all the same to you. Clearly, yes, yes, yes. Um, I believe you have something for us. Yes, of course. Uh, if you would, and she looks over at the boat. If you would be a dear and bring out the uh m- merchandise, I believe. And coming off the boat, holding a large box that could potentially be holding a giant golden axe you see the emperor and he looks at you Izzy and he says oh officer Mm
3: -hmm.
0: what a pleasure to see you tonight Izzy I'm going to go ahead and give you three plot points for having used the emperor's revenge against you Thanks! (laughs) Thanks!
2: <laughs> oh, man. Man, those would be nice to burn later.
0: And Mrs. Goldax says, what, Officer? What, what happened to you mean? Oh, it's a hilarious little uh,
1: story. You know, sometimes that there's like different bands out there. They go by
0: weird names. Like, remember that band we listened to called The Cops? That was a weird one. Please. No, Mrs. Goldax. I think uh, you may have been deceived a little bit here. Why, this officer certainly not here to make any deals.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? What are you doing here, then?
1: Uh, we are looking for, you know... Shoot.
2: We were on... Um... Dang, I wouldn't even know what the Emperor is.
1: <laughs> is that. Is that. Jack Jackson? Jack Jackson that was in the police of. Uh, just under a week ago?
3: Oh, it Just man. For, like 12 hours ago.
2: No,
0: this is a week ago.
2: We had a time jump.
3: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Is that Jack
1: Jackson? Do you. Re- I can't believe it. Jack Jackson! The cr- uh, infamous criminal who is under investigation! You want to deal with some Jack Jackson! I can't believe this! I don't need any of this heat that's coming around from Jack Jackson!
0: Uh, <laughs> oh my. Just yes, go ahead and do a willpower... Basically guns blazing. Pers- persuasion, intimidation, I'm kind of not certain <laughs> what you're attempting to do here, I'll be honest with you. So...
1: I probably should backtrack this. Um, so what I attempt to do... ...is use my sharp and charisma... ...and convince... ...uh, Mrs. ...uh, Golden Axe ...to back entirely out of the deal... ...by suspecting that... ...HE might be in cahoots with the police!
2: I mean, honestly, the fact that he was actually just interrogation a while ago ...would actually help out in this case very well.
1: No, no, that- ...but he does know that. However... Now that I'm yelling out that Jack Jackson is running around who was recently under investigation, clearly Jack Jackson is someone who might be under suspicion with the police right now.
0: Uh, Go ahead and make a roll that's going to be a 14 that you need to beat.
2: Look at all those plot points you got.
0: There they go.
1: I'm blowing six plot points for this one. Uh, I don't know if my gentleman thief would, would work in this no. one. How no, about, it definitely would not. How about sticking it to the Emperor and having my Emperor's Revenge? Yeah. Yes, it would. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah! Sometimes you have to remember Axel Foley from Derley Hills Cop and just go random. Uh, persuasion? Yeah, I say it's persuasion. Sure. And... Let's see. D- 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 and then... Six is a... C- six plot points burned is a d12, right? Yes, it
0: is. A uh, 28. BSing my way out of this mess. A uh, 28 obliterates that
2: 14. Boy, that is a sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> what? What do you mean? you mean Under
0: investigation? I thought you were a professional. I thought you were just here to, to do a simple job. That's what you said, a simple job. No, lady, listen, it's not a day of... Res- no, I don't want to hear another word of it. No, I knew this was a bad idea ever since the start. No, no, I'm just going to take this and head back to back to the mansion. Yes, that is, I think, what I will do today. And she goes to grab the... Box away from mm-hmm. Jack Jackson. <laughs> Jack Jackson, you say?
3: Can, who is, is Jack eyeing you? Some Izzy, intimidation to keep him from trying to like hurt her. When she is just eyeing you.
0: Is with the most angry look? Oh, he is pissed. He is super pissed. And, John, yes, you can roll an intimidation check to prevent him from doing anything untoward. Oof, but you're going to need to beat a 24.
3: Oh, he's big mad. <laughs> you on, know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I can get myself to a 21.
0: Murray, your plot points before you roll.
3: I already rolled. Why? Why
1: did you burn your plot
2: points before you rolled? Because
3: I ha- it's two d12s and a d4. I just thought oh, wait, I wait, on, it in the on. bag.
2: How much do you have again?
3: Um, well, so I can get it to a twenty-one because I rolled a sixteen and I have five plot points. And, and I've got man, two plot you've plot only a
2: cob and Izzy. I, I got plot two. That they could so donate. if we all do, if we all work on this together, we can get that to twenty-five. Yep. Let's do it, team friendship.
3: Hey. <laughs> Suck it Jack Jackson (laughs) (laughs) I just I don't want that lady to get hurt And you know what John doesn't either He's not interested in seeing Women get hurt He might have at one point But that was when he was alive and an asshole (laughs) Zulf daddy John Go use protect (laughs) (laughs) He's been He's been humbled by being A zombie
0: Uh, You can tell from the look in his eyes that he's considering just taking the axe and leaving. But he looks at a cop, he looks at Izzy, he looks at John, and and you can see kind of the resignation in his eyes. No, not quite the opportunity, not the opportune moment to pull this off. And he lets go of the case, allowing her to take it, and backs away and says, Whatever, ma'am, if you have decided not to do any of your perfectly legitimate legal business with us, that is your prerogative. And uh, he looks directly at you, Izzy, and he very, very angrily says... But don't worry officer I'm sure we'll get a chance to work together again soon And he hops Wait. back into his boat
1: All right and we start slinking up. I'm gonna slink out into the darkness and try to escort this axe back. This
0: yes, yes if you could please just I don't really feel comfortable carrying this by myself. could you could you escort me back to the manor please? Yes,
2: really of course.
0: Oh, such a gentleman. <laughs> <I>
2: oh, <don't know. laughs> Yes, he is quite charming, isn't he? No, oh, no. Yeah.
0: You guys bring the axe back to the mansion. Mozki is the name of Mrs. Goldaxe. Mozki Goldaxe. She and her husband, when, when she brings the axe back, they get into a bit of a tiff. You can, you can see them arguing a little bit, uh, basically because she decided not to go through. Mr. Goldax is upset because he gave his word. This was a business deal. He needs to follow through. He's, you know, a man of his word. And Mosky is saying, no, we can't. This is part of our family's heritage. We shouldn't be giving this up we shouldn't be dealing with these types of people. We, we shouldn't tarnish our family's name like this. And they seem to be at a bit of an impasse.
3: Well, we're not family counseling.
2: Well, we uh, took care of uh, <clears throat> our job. So where's the axe? The axe is
0: sitting there on the table in Thandal Goldaxe's study. Eight. Uh, so Izzy's going to try to take the axe real quick.
3: Wait, God wait damn is it, that Izzy. the same? Is that the same axe that we brought back? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I was like, did this dude have it in here all along?
0: No, no. <laughs> no,
1: we no, all they, came back. It, we just we all came back to the to the mansion? So Izzy, okay, Izzy is going to hold. The
3: axe. Covered, this is going to make this is going to look really bad on all of the police.
2: <laughs> no, it's not, because Izzy's not going to steal it.
3: Intimidation on him, on Izzy?
2: Same, geez. I would like to assist John in that intimidation.
0: Um, one of the rules I have at my table <laughs> is that you are not allowed to force another player to play their character a certain way. No, no, I no, want in! things like <laughs> charisma checks. If Izzy would like to settle this via a check, If Izzy decides that his actions would depend on John and Akab's intimidation checks, then yes, you can. Otherwise, how how Leo chooses to play Izzy is up to him. That is fair and just. However, I'm in! I'm in! I want this challenge!
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay, so...
3: It's all about intimidation checks for me tonight.
1: (laughs) Go ahead and do your roll, because... You have to beat my gr- my greed on this one.
3: <laughs> 21.
1: Eesh, you might. So, it
0: would be...
2: What's intimidation again?
0: Uh, willpower intimidation is under influence, but it could also be under discipline.
1: Okay, so... The counter to this, what would that be? Willpower
2: and... I would also like to spend my five plot points... Oh okay. man, alright, fine. That gives me a D10. Card. Uh,
0: the counter would be, I don't know. Because. Discipline her- resistance? Dang it, I don't have much discipline, I just steal.
1: <laughs> Unless I'm gonna use the, my willpower. Uh, can I. Uh, can I use influence and persuasion to try to talk them into letting me have this stuff? <laughs>
0: Yes, but at a two-step penalty.
1: Okay, okay, and you
0: re-roll this whole thing. Uh, uh. Nineteen. Last 21. I checked, twenty-one is more than nineteen. <laughs> nice. Fine. <laughs> Jan. I'll let this slide. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. The butler Jackrith, sort of, sort of quietly, casually ushers you out of the study. And says, not to worry, I'm certain that Mrs. Goldax will convince Master Goldax of the proper course of action to take.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, if you could, my dear sir, try to find out some information that on how Mrs. Goldax got into contact with this guy.
3: Oh, oh uh, <laughs> I I
2: suppose I could look it that for you. Thank you so much. Because
1: we really don't want it getting out how this whole event entirely started.
0: No, of course not, officers.
1: Well, I guess at this point, we're heading back to the precinct. To the
2: precinct.
0: That you are. and We'll go ahead and end our Uh, session there.
2: No, I have one more thing I
0: need to do. Oh, okay, sure
1: uh I'm gonna spend two plot points oh God to meet up with my new friend the uh artist then the uh
0: the guy who did the concept art yeah okay ah hello oh uh I'm working on a case I was wondering if you could jot
1: some things down real quick for me it's' I'm not my hands at artwork isn't that great on something oh sure what do you need so I pull out that piece of paper with that counter spell. And <laughs> I'm like, do you think you could make me a couple of copies of this?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. oh, uh. Oh, my God. <coughs> I mean, I'm an artist, not really a scribe, but, uh. Oh, that's fine. I'll define a scribe to describe the rest later. Uh. uh it's part of a of an investiga- long-term investigation I'm working on. And you see him, like, he holds up the scroll, and he, like, tilts his head. What what language is this?
1: I'm still working on it. I mean, it's fascinating, but let me, I'll work out the details on that one later. I've got a guy I need to talk to, but it won't be until tomorrow. Yeah, I think you can make some copies of
0: this for me real quick. Yeah, sure, I'll see what I can do. Go Yay! Do <laughs>
1: Uh, that way if the squirrel ever destroys itself I can have an extra one I can
2: get someone to, c- to scry later <laughs> Izzy has a new item <laughs> special magic trick
3: <laughs> we only circumvented him briefly
2: you know what it might help us out in the future who knows it'll help out a retirement plan and Izzy might have alright I th- that that's it that
0: was the last thing I've been waiting all night for that Okay, we'll go ahead and end here. Everyone, fantastic job tonight. You'll you'll be getting one point for showing up. You get one point for spending and receiving plot points. You get one point for progressing the story. You get two plot points for just some amazing role-playing tonight. And you'll be getting three plot points for solving the case very thoroughly. Uh, so that's a total of eight
2: experience points. I think this is like one of the cleanest sessions we've had so far. It is. Yeah, no one got hurt. <laughs> or almost died. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And it's I nice. got recognized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so but for, nice.
0: for everyone who's been listening, thank you so much for joining us. And hopefully we'll see you again on the next case.
4: Bye! Laters! ACPD Case Files is created and game mastered by Rob Ogden. Music and Sounds licensed through ProMedia Art, Game Dev Market Sounds, and Humble Software Bundle Big Music 2. Produced by Leo Garcia the Geek Scorpio. Edited by Leo Garcia the Geek Scorpio and Brandon Thistle Tomato Man 7. You can help support these podcast episodes by leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcast and by sharing these episodes with a friend. You can also support us at patreon.com slash gamingtheaterpresents. Thank you for listening and see you in the next session.